This is Jermaine Health, the centre to help you achieve wellness in both your brain and body. We endeavour to encourage cross-communication between health professionals for your health and well-being. We'll bring you topics on neuropsychology, neurobehaviour, neuromuscular skeletal, neurogastro, movement is well-being, metabolism and microbiome, which are also some of the services that we provide. Today is our Train Better broadcast, and we'll be talking to you about training behaviours, which we find irksome, as they often lead to injuries. I have Sarah with me today, who, as well as being our physio, is also a CrossFit and weightlifting coach. Hello, everybody. So, guys, if we're slightly low on energy, it's been a long day today, but we're still going to do our best to give you informative or maybe entertaining, and hopefully entertaining, podcast. So, let's start off with Sarah, who will be talking about... People who come in coaching but don't listen, she sees a bit more often than I do. So off you go, Sarah. Your thoughts? My thoughts. Or what do you see, I should say? What do I see? Um, You have people going out their way, coming to you for for your expertise or your guidance, and you suggest some changes for them to take on board. But because it is something new and foreign to their body, it's not something that people have a buy-in from the get-go. And it's upsetting sometimes when you see that they just choose to think that nah, this is not the way I want to go. I want to keep, keep going, doing the same thing and expecting different results. So do you see them not wanting to do it because, they, like you said, it's a new action that their body's not used to? But are they saying no because it's giving them pain? they just saying no because not familiar with this don't want to do this so say for example if it's i mostly do weightlifting trying out a new technique yep. or a new position um means that you might not be able to hit the same weight say in the first few weeks even but very quickly it comes back because the strength is there it's just the positions that's different people usually get a little bit disheartened and just want to go back and smashing the heavy weights which it's fun yeah, we see that too. Um, I'm pretty sure Shemaine sees that just as much as I do, where we see patients coming in, whether they've been trained by someone else or whether we've pretty much usually they've been trained by someone else initially and then they'll ask us for coaching advice because of our movement is well-being, coaching, pack, whether it's the packages or just the individual coaching stuff. But, yeah, you, you do see the same where they've gone, oh, I don't want to do this because that I've been told that that's a – like I don't want to start on the blocks because that's too easy. Yeah. Um, whereas you're trying to change the technique so that they can, like you just said, can improve quickly. But this going, no, because that's a starting block and I don't want to be on a starting block or I don't want to regress. I want to go back to square yeah. one. I don't, much, I don't want yeah. to go back to square one, which unfortunately for a lot of people, square one is the best place to go back to if you've been told that by a health professional. We're usually trying to say something that you're doing is causing you grief we're trying to address it. So if we take you back to square one, it's just so that we can take you back to square five a lot quicker than if you're at step three and still try and just plateauing at step three. So time and time again. Pretty much. Which which, we, is, which, which you see it all the time, yeah. What else have we got? We've got program hopping. We see program hopping. Program hopping, yes. Just training methodologies. People get caught up in what's the newest or trendiest program that they see um, athletes they look up to do or endorse. So with any training method, 
it's usually 12 week yeah, cycles. Usually a 12 yeah, usually 12-week cycle. If you just it's a 12-week cycle, yeah. yeah. Um, so if you think about it, that's three months. That's a three-month commitment to a particular program that you're initially buying into. Um, and without seeing them through, it's hard to tell which one will actually be good for you. You say that in gyms too, though, where they've, it's not just necessarily just program hopping. It can be complete exercise hopping or training activity hopping. So they've gone from one sporting activity to another one entirely. Again, I know we've discussed it in our, I'm fairly confident now, athletes, what type of what athletes type of um, podcast you are, where you've gone from being a recreational one, but you're pretty much swapping from one activity to the other, just depending on the season. So it's fairly similar with regard to the program hopping as well, where one season finishes, they go into another one, completely another sporting activity. And again, leads to injuries because you're using certain muscles for one where you've pretty much been playing that particular sport for a good four, five, six months, and then you're training, swapping straight away, give it about a month, and then you're swapping over straight into another one using completely different musculature. So Which often, you're not primed yeah, for, yeah. Not at that particular point in time. So yeah. automatically, usually you see injuries pulling up left, right, and center straight away. But you do see it a lot with the program hopping, I, I'm not sure how common it is with be, with males, but I think I see it a lot more with females through JH where they've gone from, like, you, see, you know how they promote a lot for females, the, either Emily Skies have got one, not that I'm dissing anything of the sort, yeah. but you, I'm talking, and then you've got like your bikini bodies, you've got your... Uh, you've got your, the, um, the Bridges one, what's her name? Michelle no, that's the one. I was going to call her Michaela. I'm like, that's not the right word. But, yeah, you see, then they'll, they'll do three weeks here, four weeks here. Oh, don't I like it? Not seeing the results. Some people you often see where they're not getting the results after, say, four weeks. Yeah. So they're not writing it out. So they're going, all right, don't like it. Let's it's try another yet. one. Yeah. So you do see that as well. Again, predisposing to injuries as, as well if they're completely different types of activities that they're doing, which most of them are. Or if they're doing, I've seen it before, again, using, I think it was the Bikini Bodies program. Again, not nothing to do, nothing against the program itself. It was the particular person that was involved, their sporting activity outside of it or their professional activity outside of it completely utilised different muscles that were not being, that weren't involved in the Bikini Body one. So they were either pulling up sore based on that particular program, but for the sole reason of it's not a program that they should have been utilising. They had to make a decision at the time as to whether they continue their professional activity or whether they continue doing the program itself because they were also building up musculature that was not suitable for their particular yeah, activity that they were doing. I'm not I'm trying to avoid naming names and try with that and also trying to avoid naming particular sports because it's fairly evident if I do. So I'm just using sport as a general guys here. So sorry about my the vagueness. Pretty much. <laughs> sorry about that guys. What have we got next? What else do we we have issues with? I do have a feeling that if this particular patient of mine is listening out there, they'll know exactly who I'm talking about. But then we see it a fair few but we see, we see this often as well with patients coming in for, well, they're, so they hit the gym, as you do. They may have a PT that they're working with 
they may have a program that they've seen online again or they've gotten somewhere or they've come up with something themselves and they're pretty much starting going, all right, I can do this. No, they can't. They're pretty much going, all right, I've got this. Let's just say I've got a, I've got a bodybuilding one. I want to get, I want to get big. And they're relatively lean to start with and they're very, relatively small to begin with. And then I'm like, yep, sweet. I can bench. I, I can, I can dump. I can use 20 kilo dumbbells in each hand. And you, and then they're pulling up with shoulder issues. Mate, the, let's reduce this to five and let's see if you can do this. And that, and it, we're talking, I've actually had to reduce regress down to those kind of points where I've taken, I've gone, all right, show me the program. And then I've got, have looked at it. I've gone, okay. I can see where there's injuries happening left, right and center here. No wonder I'm seeing you week in, week out. And let's, so I've taken, we've got the studio at the back. So if we see something that's bothering us, we do occasionally test out or try to see what patients are doing themselves so that we can actually see the particular action in action. So I, I looked at it and I went, all right, let's, let's give you a five kilo dumbbell. And you could automatically see that the form was starting to be lost at five kilos, oh, let wow. alone at 20. So. There's a 15 kilo difference. Oh no, times two, 30. No, yeah, but I was just yeah. going in the in the little, just in the individual yeah. hand. There's a there's a there's a 15 kilo difference through that. So and then you wonder why injuries keep happening, or you say, or or it was completely quad based. Everything that was being done for legs was all quad based, or they were doing it through the quads versus. Through glutes, hammies, through glutes, through everything else, through adductors, it was all weight. Which was every every weight they were putting through, including deadlifts. I saw someone doing a deadlift with an anterior pelvic tilt, completely arching their back. Yeah, and then that's how they were doing it through the top, and then finishing it through the top, through through the bottom, and through the top with an with the anterior tilt. With um, an arch. Uh huh. With an arch back. So that's pretty much lifting with your back. It was one of those going, okay, well, I understand now where, you, where you're back, why your back's flaring yeah. up and stuff like that. So, again, you, you, you see programming that people are not ready for and they're not used to. Um, and if you're not able to, you're, if you're not there to watch it. Yeah, especially programming without actual coaching. Yeah. That's the real danger, I find, because it's so easy to find anything online now. There's um, very popular programs online, say, for example, just strength building yeah. ones like Wendler 531, the 555 program, just easy sets of numbers, just pick and choose your exercise. But if you don't have someone overseeing or teaching you the movement, um, it's not e- not everyone can watch someone else do it and, and then mimic it, it yeah. correctly. Even then, the sensations and the muscles that you're using might be completely different. Yeah. You might look the part, but um, the way you're actually internally executing your movement is completely different. Yeah, it's it's very easy to watch and mimic, but actually using the correct musculature, as Sarah said, is difficult, and you do see it a lot of the time. You'll see the person, theoretically, they're doing it relatively right, but you can see that they're pretty much using every other muscle in their body to, to recruit, to try and execute that particular exercise. As Shemaine said it a few times before with the, um, with the hip thrusts, mm. I just can't remember what activity it was that we was, that we were talking about. Was it, 
was it chest press? No, it wasn't chest press. It was something to do with it was something to do with or bicep curls with the yeah, it was yeah, bicep yeah. curls in one of the podcasts we've speak we've talked about in the in the past. Again, using your hips to do a bicep curl because again, too heavy of a weight because you you're trying to get big. Again, poor programming. Your body's just not ready for it at the time. So you're using every other muscular every other muscle that you can to try and for your body to try and do that particular Exercise that particular action, your bicep kill, using your hips. Clearly those two go hand in hand. Mm. Anything else you got on that one? Or shall we? Yep, we want to do that one. Yeah. And one size fits all. Yeah, uh, pretty much down to our last one, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> it, go, they, it goes hand in hand, actually. We're very similar to it. Poor programming can be a one size fits all template as well. Yeah. Um, just depends on who's giving it. Or if, like you just said, they find it online because you can find plenty of templates online. Mm. Granted, they sometimes make you pay because I've looked up this in the past. Which back in the was. day, back, back, yeah, back in the day when I knew nothing either, as well. But yeah, you, you see it often in gyms, a lot of PTs, a lot oh, of. Oh, no, people sell programs. Like, for example, from, oh, um, so from a CrossFit basis, I've trained, I produced a top 10 level athlete, and this is the training program they use. And a lot of people buy into that because they want to train like an elite athlete. So that's one sort of templates you get. Which, again, this can be poor programming for people because not everyone can execute such codes. Whether it's demands or whether it's activities themselves, not everyone's body is built at that point in time. At some point in time, yeah, you may be you may be able to execute a particular exercise. But starting off, if you're not used to a particular exercise and you're you're not used to it at all, you've never done it before, and you're trying to execute it the same way that they're trying to specify in the template, it's never going to happen. You're going to recruit every other muscle that you can, every other muscle in your body to try and do it, and it's not going to end well. Whether it's for just one particular area for you, or whether it's the whole body, or whether it's a complete crash out with your whole nervous system, mm. it's a complete overload can happen as well. But again, it's not just the buying ones. Did you do see? You still do see a lot of the templates being used in a lot of gyms. It used to be a lot more common back in the day. Yeah. Um, we're pr- probably going back about ten years or so, maybe a bit longer. Okay, going back into my twenties, so yeah, around the ten year mark sort of thing. A lot of the gyms had a template where you'd have your activities. It was usually lat pull downs, bicep curls, triceps extensions, tricep dips, leg press, Smith squats. No, 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 not back then. No, that was that was. Yeah, you'd have to be. They'd occasionally put that in, but that wasn't as common as some of the other ones. Squats would be put in. Cable rolls. Yeah, um, you'd have. What else would you have? You'd have extensions, leg extensions, probably be most common. And believe it or not, and I, I'm, so I said ten years ago, but having having just said that, I've actually seen a few of those templates going around recently. Funnily enough, we have one of our staff members that actually has been given, yeah, has actually been given a template like that from a gym that she recently joined. And I was looking at it, going, "All right." And we are uh, teaching her how to deadlift still. Yeah, and <laughs> amongst other things. And we had, I actually went, okay, I looked through it. There might have been a 
probably about 12 exercises on that template and I went, all right, cool. I'm just going to eliminate four of these entirely (laughs) and the next four I'm just going to change for you and give you other exercises. And then the last four, I'll just tell you specifically how to do them as opposed to, all right, uh, yeah, you just you just keep doing that template. But then she came up last time. I think it was she pulled up sore. I'm like, what are you doing? Just the program. It it was on this exercise. Didn't I rule that exercise? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I ruled that exercise out for you because we don't like anyone doing that exercise. So no, please don't do that exercise. So as much as I said 20 years ago, these templates exist. They still exist these days. It just depends on what gym, what um, what which you call it what PT you've got how how well trained they are I guess or how involved they want to be so you you occasionally do have to be wary of that again not saying not saying anything against any personal trainers or anything once again I'm a personal trainer as well but you do see templates occasionally being used that aren't right for the person at the time yeah or again they're set for the activities might be right, but they're volume, not. The vo- vo- volume may be wrong, but you also, if without explanation of how the exercises should be executed, you do see injuries again happening a lot of the time. Um, lat pull downs is a massive one that predominantly most people do not know how to do and it's not explained to them. And you see most people pretty much using their hands their grip strength to do it you see them using their forearms and you see them using their arms and, to do body weight yeah. and then and, and the neck yep. that's it you see all of that being used but you look at the lats the lats don't move you literally watch them and say um you know how it's called a lat pull down it's called a lat pull down for the sole reason that it, your, your main muscle should be your lats not say your neck or your, your arms for that matter <laughs> Like there's there's a there's a there's a couple of these ones have words that give them away, but they're not executed properly. Oh, another one is just misreading what is prescribed. So some people, Ooh, yeah, um, just doing the exercise completely wrong, and then wonder why they pull up sore or it's not working for them. Talk to me. Explain. Explain. Oh. You got me on that one. No, this is funny because. Um, Mm, at my gym my coach comes up with very um there's not a lot of your conventional exercises yep. like let pull downs and whatnot so um we had someone doing we were supposed to go down on one knee in your lunge position yep, yep but rest it yep and do an overhead press yep this person went into like a, a split quarter squat yeah yep. and then in a very awkward position and then doing his press Coming in and, and saying that, ah, oh, that warm-up exercise, I don't know. What? <laughs> it's just so weird. We're like, yeah, because it's not supposed to be like that. You know, it's just misreading. Misreading. Or, mis- yeah, or an explanation <laughs> that didn't go through. Yes, you do see that sometimes as well. We do see that here. So sometimes, we again, we do have our movement and well-being coaching packages and stuff like that. So we occasionally do have the programs that we give to our patients that, that we train. And you do see it sometimes where they will come in, just like Sarah said, going, for the life of me, I cannot, I'm watching this video and I cannot figure out how, how I'm supposed to be doing this. But can you show me, can you have a look at me whether I'm doing it right? And yeah, you do see it. You watch it and it's like, okay, 
let me help you out here. <laughs> uh, you just need to pause in this particular in this particular like in the extension pattern and then slowly bring yourself up versus I'm just going to dive straight through there's there's it's not a it's not a dive or it's not a okay I just need to be in an extension position where it's a flex position mm. so you do you do see occasionally where it's not necessarily interpreted well and again like Sarah said injuries do pull up or at the very least soreness does pull up in areas where something's just not been not been done properly yeah usually leading to injuries that again we see here so we not only we not only coach help coach our patients we do usually try fix them and then help coach them and can, can, can continue coaching them through uh, preferably not uh, the injuring activities um having said that again with the um correcting and stuff like that i've seen it before where so I've we went to an F forty five session with one of our again one of our staff members and we were coming back to work. So some of the exercises I was modifying for for my, both for myself and for her for the sole reason of again both of us needed to come back to to work to be actually able to work after the said training. I got away with it. He, the, the, the trainer knew that I was at Cairo and stuff, trying to ch- check it out, just wanting to see it. So he was fine with me, but he came up at one point. We were doing, it was um, bent over rows. And I, I changed it for her for the sole reason that we were starting to aggravate her in the straight position. So I changed it to a rotated position. And he came up and changed it back. And I'm like, and then he walked away and she's like, what am I supposed to relax, man? Do what I've just told you to do because we need you to be fine. We, I don't need you to be sore. I don't need you to be strained. I don't need injuries happening after we do a session. I need you to be fine. I need you to be injury-free because we're going straight back to work. I don't want you coming just for 45 minutes just because we're trying to try something out to see how it is to then come back with an injury. Forget what's being told. I'm like, there was 14 people or whatever, and you've got to be careful with that with group sizes and stuff for mm-hmm. those kind of trainings as well because there was 14 people or so or 15 people and there was one coach and there was about eight different activities. It's fine if you've got maybe acti- four activities, three activities where you can at least watch them pretty much reps, yeah. not having 14 people doing eight separate activities in a 40-second time frame. You can't monitor fast, every single. Yes, yeah, you can't monitor every single person in that time frame, and you won't know whether they're doing it properly or, or whether they get or, or whether they're not. And that's where it's going to lead to injuries as well. So even when I was trying to modify for injuries, anything else that you would like to discuss? I think that's a wrap. I think that's us. All right. So guys, if you like what we're presenting, please give us a thumbs up, a like, or share it with one other person whom you think we may be able to help. For those of you who are coaches dancers or athletes and may find difficulty with expressing or executing movement patterns, please do connect with us on our website, www.germainhealth.com.au. Germain Health is spelled J-U-R-M-A-I-N-E-H-E-A-L-T-H. Or please socialize with us on Facebook, which is Germain Health, spelled the same way as I just spelled, and Instagram, which is Germain Health Body, all one word for both of them. And last but not least, since this podcast is made for you, our clients, patients and fans, do let us know what else you think you might like to hear about. And that's us for today, guys. Have a good week. See ya. See you.